the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Svencho from Aborted. Aborted's new album, La Grand Masquerade, comes out soon on Century Media Records, and we talk to Sven all about the record, the global coronavirus pandemic, Stephen King movies, and much more. Check it out. The Ghost Cult Magazine podcast welcomes in Svencho from Aborted. Sven, how are you doing, my friend? Hey man, yeah, you know, every everything's going considering, you know, the current uh, situation of uh, of the world. <laughs> right. I feel like this is an aborted song come to life, like it actually happened. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they waited like eight years. We did Global Flatline eight yep. years ago, man. It's like fucking get up with the times. We're past that. Uh, diseases, catch up, come on. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, what the, what the hell? Right, seriously, I, I sincerely hope that you and everybody with the band and your crew and all your friends and family are safe and ha- healthy. Hopefully no one you know has this thing and uh, you're hanging out at the house just chilling. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're all staying at home and uh, just trying to keep busy. We're uh, writing some new stuff because we have a new album to finish. So, you know, if anything, it'll it'll get us busy on that part at least. <laughs> Right, right. Well, you're you, you're a guy. I know you for a long time, and you're always working, man. You just hustle, and I love how you grind this shit out all the time. You just always got a project going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're uh, we're <laughs> we're busy. That's for sure. I mean, I've, I'm fortunate enough that right now too, I I still have my uh, my day job, so no no layoffs there. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a freelance designer, so fortunately, not too many clients have dropped yet. So. I'm still busy for the time being, so that's cool. The others from the band are, I think, they're focusing on uh, on writing or on their personal situations, and, you know, making sure everybody's safe. Uh, and I, I'm I'm working on some new project as well, but uh, it's a bit in too early stages to tell you more about that for now. No worries, and we have plenty of aborted stuff to talk about, man. Uh, love yeah. the new EP. Le Grand Massacre, if I said that correctly, I believe I did. Um, it's a, it's definitely, if this is kind of a where things are going, it's, you know, more of the same, more brutality, more awesomeness, man. Uh, love these tracks. Thank you. Uh, I was going to say right off the bat, man, I love that uh, very ominous uh, sample at the very beginning of Gloom and the Art of Tribulation. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how fitting for right now. It's like a horror movie in real life. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I mean, it's it's from Halloween, basically, yep. uh, and it it ties in really well with with the concepts uh, of EP. I mean, the the third song uh, was is something that we recorded during Terrorvision, so concept wise, it's it's a little uh, different than the other two songs that tie in together perfectly, but. Uh, I, I think generally this is definitely more uh, personal release for me uh, in a way as it's it's written in a more cathartic way. Oh, word. Talk about that. I would love to hear some more about that. <laughs> you have to read the lyrics to find out. I mean, oh, okay. It's, uh, let's just say I've, I've been to some pretty dark places in the past two years, and this is one of the ways to cope and deal with, with, with what I had to go through in, in, in the last couple of years. So it's something I, I, I'd rather not have to do, but I, I sort of had to get it out there to get it out of my system. Understandable. And I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, you know, it's all fun and games until it hits home and you have real life problems, you know? 
Uh, and it's good that yeah, you can, pretty much. yeah, and it's good that you have the music to get that, uh, you know, they get that stuff out. So we appreciate that. And, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad, hopefully you're on the other side now. You seem good. Yeah. Yeah. Things are fine. Things are fine. You know, considering everything, of course it sucks that the world is the way it is right now and nobody gets to play any shows. Nobody gets to see any shows. And, uh, you know, that, that essential part, which is so needed for a lot of people to, to get, you know, away from their daily struggles or whatever is something that for now isn't as accessible or not in the same way. So I hope for everybody's sake that things calm down quite quickly and everything and start get getting back to normal a little bit. Exactly. What a bummer. We were going to be in Philly for that first show of the tour in America, man. So we're definitely uh, sad, but uh, also, you know, uh, I'm sure it'll get rebooked. It seems like, you know, there seems to be some movement on rebooking stuff for later in the year or just waiting to book to next year. Um, you know, you're a guy, you've done kind of major tours, you've done DIY stuff your whole career. Um, I don't think the fans fully appreciate how difficult the touring business is and how big of a hit this is for them because, you know, there's a whole nother layer. People wait, you know, t tours and festivals get announced. People get excited. They buy tickets, et cetera. They go to the show, but they don't understand that there's a whole nother layer to booking festivals and tours that happens like a year sometimes beforehand like holding rooms oh, yeah. and all of that you know and uh you know i just I, I preach patience to all the fans we all want to get through this thing i'm sure we're going to get back to normal life eventually whenever that is but like you know there's just a whole layer to touring that has nothing like is beyond what we know you know yeah yeah for sure i mean and, and you know expense wise there's there's a lot of things i feel like Americans are a bit more aware of the expenses that it takes for bands to tour out there because uh, you see Americans buy a little bit more merch than Europeans for example they sometimes offer bands to stay at their place to, to shower at their place or buy them dinner and shit like that you know those are all very small gestures which mean a lot for bands because you know we're, we're first of all coming from Europe we're not used to it uh, because in Europe you, you get catering you you don't really need to get hotel rooms or anything usually in a bus because touring conditions in Europe are quite different. And I guess the mentality of a lot of people in Europe, not, not all of them, but like it, it's changing a lot. But back in the day, it used to be that I bought a ticket, so I've done what I need to to support the band. Which, yeah, of course, y you did. But there's a lot more going on, uh, on there uh, besides that. So... I think there's a lot about the music industry that people don't know, but maybe that's also a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, I also I think there's other factors. More cities in America to play, higher taxes in Europe, especially Western Europe. So I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that feedback on on that. And again, I I, I preach patience. We're gonna get through this. Let's get through this period of time. Stay the fuck home. Wash your hands. Be clean. Stay, you know, watch horror movies, chill out, Netflix and chill, and then eventually we'll get back to our, our show going. I'm bummed. Like, I go to many shows a week, and I have, like, this, that's my whole social life, metal shows. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I know, do I'm just working. I live in the middle of fucking nowhere, so not for me, but, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm out enough with the band. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's honestly, and, and it's not like we're, it's not that hard to do, man. Just fucking stay home, Netflix and chill, and. The sooner everybody does that, the, the sooner the shit will be over. Right on. And you're a big uh, gaming guy too, right? Yep. Yeah. You, what are you uh, What are you playing these days to stay busy? Anything new or fun? 
I just finished Doom the other day, Doom Eternal, and uh, there's a new DLC for uh, Borderlands that just came out, so I started that one yesterday, so when I'm done with the interviews, uh, I'm going to continue my Borderlands. (laughs) Nice. Are you on the Doom Eternal record, right, on the soundtrack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was in the the, the Doom Eternal heavy metal choir, uh, which was about 20, 25 people, I believe. We, we all met up in Austin, Texas. Nobody, well, most of the people never met up before. And we spent a whole day screaming rip and tear and shit like that. It was quite a unique and awesome experience. Everybody was super cool. Mick Gordon that led the whole thing was, was really, really cool leading the whole thing. And uh, it's just great. It's, it's really surreal to play the game and all of a sudden you hear the thing that you were part of, you know. Right. It, uh... I saw the trailer and it, and the and the uh, trailer of the behind the scenes of the recording, and it just looked amazing. So much talent, you know, beside you, of course, but so much talent in the room. Mick is great. What a great job. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, everybody did a terrific job, and it it was a lot of fun. It was an experience. I think all of us will, will remember for the rest of our lives. And, it's just really surreal to actually play the game and then be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Word. Uh, I believe the deluxe edition of the game is going to have like a full soundtrack on it with maybe even a vinyl and stuff and a cassette or I heard some crazy things. So oh, I think that's we're going to hear some news about that soon. And um, I think somebody leaked the soundtrack to YouTube. Sorry, everybody. But anyway, <laughs> if you want to hear that and hear this awesome thing, because I heard it. So uh yeah, man, congrats on that. Um, to get back to the record for a second, I, I'm glad you talked about the guys. Uh, you know, it's hard to say, you know, what is the best lineup of Aborted. You've had a lot of contributors. It's always your baby. But uh, I do have to say that this is a pretty great group of players right now. And obviously Ken is a legend just like you. But, like, the rest of the guys are terrific, man. This EP has some insane stuff on it musically. Yeah, yeah. That's actually the whole, you know, when uh... – we, we separated ways with Mendel, uh, I think it was in 2018, I want to say, end of 2018. We decided we, we just want to write some new stuff, and you know what, let's just go full retard. And I, I guess that's what came out. I mean, sorry, uh, we went full special person. It's okay. We're not too PC here. We know what you mean. And uh, you definitely did go all out. And... Uh, yeah, man, some of the some of the stuffs on here, the riffs. I was thinking that the drumming in general, the drumming's amazing. Ken is always great. I know him for a long time, but the whole last like minute and a half of Funeral Malediction is just like it might be the most brutalist aborted like riff ending riff of a song ever. You know? Yeah, it'll probably crack you up that Ken wrote all three songs. <laughs> oh sure, okay. He plays guitar as well. Oh, of course. Yeah, Ken so... is. Yeah, Ken is ridiculous. I don't. I don't quite know how he does it. He's like you. He has a lot of projects and he's always working. So I like that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a busy guy. I mean, that's he doesn't have a job, so that's all he does. And uh, I mean, thankfully, he we we started writing new stuff, and I can already tell you, it's it's gonna be pretty cool. Word. Uh, I bet it is. I can't wait to hear this record. Uh, maybe late twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. Whenever we hear about it, we'll be excited. Mm-hmm. Uh. Do you yeah, we'll probably be 21, though, but yeah, yeah okay. we'll see. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and of course, like I said, we'll get this tour rebooked, and hopefully you guys will get back out on the road and get back over here. 
Um, you know, 25 years of anything in life is impressive. You got over 25 years for aborted, um, a lot of milestone records. Do you find it? What are, I wanted to ask you what you find, you know, do you still challenge yourself to get better as a vocalist or lyricist? What are you, you know, still excited about, like when you started the band? I'm honestly, I'm always excited when we're working on a new record. To be honest, when we um, when we did Terror Vision, there was some new elements to the music, which were really cool and 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 actually also forced me to, or not really forced me, but made me want to learn some new techniques and try some more different stuff and expand my range. And uh, I've been doing just that and. and also on the EP, there's some new stuff that I haven't done before. So I'm trying to integrate and, and create more voices as we go along. And I think that's the fun challenge on how to keep it death metal and keep all these new little, small little nuances or different things in there, which people may or may not really hear when, you know, all the craziness around is going on. But to me, that's, that's the interesting challenge. It's, it's, what I can do with the lyrics to play with, because usually there's like a hidden meaning behind everything, and then what I can do with, with, with my vocals that I haven't done before that works with the music. So it's uh, it's it's interesting. I, I think if you really love doing music, you just never get tired of it. Awesome. I know all your music, uh, all your songs and all your albums are kind of like your children in a way, but do you have, like looking back on the whole career, uh, you know, like 15 releases. Do you have like a favorite that you like return to that you feel like is, you know, something you're very proud of or are you proud of them all? Uh, I'm proud of most of them. There's like one or two, which I wish were the children that I could have like Spartan style, just pruned off the cliff on the rocks and <laughs> let it die. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure after that many years, and that many albums, who doesn't have one or two records that they're like, Ugh, why the fuck did we do this? But uh, all in all, I mean, I'm pretty happy with most of them. And um, especially everything after and with coronary reconstruction has been something I'm extremely proud of. So, yeah, all of those for sure. Yeah, 10 years since that uh, EP, man. That's that's crazy. I, I think my first interview with you ever was for that tour. And I think me and a bunch of my friends came to see you guys in uh, Canada, in like Quebec, in a small club. And it was like broken glass on the floor, moshing, blood. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that sounds very plausible. <laughs> yeah, for real. It was, I think one guy broke a bottle over his own head. And uh, it, was, it was a fun time. We were, we were you know, felt right at home. Uh, you know, the Amer we Americans felt very welcome. Yeah. Uh, Quebec, they love their metal, especially, you know, death metal, grindcore, technical death metal. All the good stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> in the for meantime, sure. as I as I wrap this up, I just wanted to ask you a couple of the last questions, which is, you know, while while you're trying to keep busy and I'm glad you're still working and gaming, uh, anything else you're, you know, any new music you're listening to of other bands or any cool horror movies you're watching to pass the time? Um, I checked out The Hunt uh, this week, which is pretty cool. Uh, I still gotta watch Invisible Man. Uh, we watched the, that that fucking remake of The Grudge, which was uh, I didn't really like the original, but this this seemed a little better. It was different, so that was cool. Other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm keeping busy 
watching some Stephen King movies or, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, as with music, uh, let me think, there's the new Benighted that just came out that everybody should check out because it's sick. He's... Um, I like all the new Acacia Strain stuff, so that's also cool. Brutal. Good good job by those guys on that stuff. Um, speaking of Stephen King, did you see the uh, Doctor Sleep movie? Did you like it? I did. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was really cool. I liked it too. I'm a big fan of The Shining and not just the movie, but of course the book. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought the, the mo- this movie was actually really – I thought it was great, and I'd, I'd gladly see another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I I agree. They they did a they did a really good job. Uh, I think there was just one period where Stephen King movies, when he directed them himself, were just kind of cringeworthy. But yeah, there's there's a couple of great ones. That oh for sure. I love uh you know obviously Christine and uh I like Sleepwalkers. I like the odd ones that people don't talk about, I like the little known ones. But uh yeah, it's funny that he hated most of the movies that were made from his books and stories and then his directing was not good at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, some people are really good at writing and some people are good at doing movies, so you know. <laughs> but it's also the budget, you know. If if you look at the original it, it it really didn't Last that you know t- stand the test of time too well, and then the new it. I mean, even if it's flawed, it's it's. Uh, I think they're really cool movies. Yeah, they were well made. I I I saw the first one. I have the second one in my queue to watch it, man. Um, but yeah, man, I know you're a big King fan. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Sven. Man, I always uh, you know enjoy talking to you over the years. I really love this new EP, The Grand Masquerade. I, I hope everybody checks it out. Century Media Records coming soon. Uh, hopefully we get through this craziness. And uh, nothing else worse happens, like uh, Death Stars or Godzillas. Or, you know, uh, you know. Hopefully, it doesn't get worse. <laughs> Giant meteors. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> and we'll get you back on tour, and we'll get you back here to the states, man. I look forward to seeing you. Likewise. Thanks, brother. We'll catch up soon. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also, check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.